Thanks for checking out and tuning in to At the Table with Paul and Brandon. Be sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And we really hope you enjoy today's show. So something I've been thinking about a lot has been this idea of personality versus character. Um, so I've been thinking about this idea of like what, what makes up your personality mm-hmm. different from your character. Like if someone says that you're acting like a jerk or you are a jerk, like you can, you can be, your personality can be reflected of a jerk in that moment. But then if someone says that that person just, they are, they, they, you know, that person is a jerk. They normally say that that's just who they are all the time. Mm-hmm. Would, would you agree with that statement that there's a, there's a difference between like your character is you, you, you lost your temper but your personality type is you one that doesn't really do that, or you can have, or really your character is you just are known for anger. Would would you agree with that, or do you feel that personality and character are more blended as far as like two separate words, or do you think there are there is a difference? Because that's kind of what I'm that's kind of what I'm getting to. Like, are you is your personality a reflection of your character, or are they two different things? I think you're. What we consider character to me would be how your personality hmm. either benefits you in building character or creates obstacles for you okay. in, in being of good character. Okay. Um, I think your I think your personality can really make it difficult for you. Okay. Um because okay. basically your character is the story you've written over time. So then you think your character comes out of your personality then? I mean, just from what I'm, what I'm hearing it, you feel your personality is the base and out of it would come character. I, I feel like um, somebody's core worldview yep. is is going to help shape their character from the inside out. Yep. I think your personality is the filter that that's going to be played out through. That is exactly how I feel. I, cause I do feel there's differences. Like I yeah. feel like what you just said is that your your entire worldview, mm-hmm. like just how do you feel about the world around you, your philosophy, ends up informing your character, which is like this is like the basis truth of Paul. But I feel like we could all, you and I could have that same belief, but we have different personalities that interact from that. Yeah, and and I would say different abilities to actually follow through hmm. on a consistent basis to make sure that what other people would determine as our character is actually what we want people to see. And so, like, in other words, if I have a tendency towards anger yep, and I don't really want to be known as an angry person, but I, I give in to those fleshly desires in me, in my personality, the, the negative side of who my personality That's is. That's what I'm saying. Is the, anger character or personality? Well, I think I think character <laughs> anger can be a part of my personality. Okay. And built on my past and just the, my short fuse, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so character comes in how I control that and manage that. Right. And so if I give in to that on a consistent basis, then anger becomes my character. Right. It just becomes a, a piece of it as other people would describe me and define me. But if, on the other hand... I'm able to manage it, control it, use it when it's beneficial to to push me into directions of reconciliation and hope and help and grace. Then, um, and I can tune and refine that and begin to change my response from an angry response to a response of grace. Then, what I'm doing is I'm shaping 
a character and I'm presenting something that I really would want to be what I want it to be reflected of me. Like in other words, what people see in me is actually what I really want people to see. But when I'm out of control, I was actually thinking about this, this, the idea that, that we can't always choose our circumstances, but we always get to choose how we respond Correct. every single time. Right. And so, and it's how we choose, how we respond no matter what the circumstances are that will define what people look at us and say is our character. And so if we don't, if we don't have control, then ultimately we're not going to have good character. Like we, we simply can't have a good character because there's sin in all of us that wants to control our actions. So then do you think character is the key to maybe changing our personality or maybe character is the key to making whatever our personality we have the best of that personality. Because I kind of feel like our personality, I feel like it's the iceberg analogy. That our personality is the top you see. Mm-hmm. And at the depth is the character that it rests on. Like that, like, because like you said, what's in us, what's our core belief, how we feel is going to affect how we live and act right like like i like if it's a character like i'm gonna help the old lady across the street or or, or i just want to be kind right and so then that's a firm belief about i just want to be kind i want to be considerate i want to be polite so that way when i am on the bus and i see a person come that's an older lady or an older man i'm gonna give them my seat right and so you would you would quantify that as a character issue, not personality, right? Because maybe somebody who is shy, a shy personality type, they might not want to give up a seat. Does that make sense? Like I'm saying, how how it's presented, like your per- personality unlocks or puts a cap on your character, or do you see it differently? Because I'm because I'm trying to figure out which one. I feel like our character drives some of stuff, but I feel like a lot of things that we see is from our personality. Like you're a more quiet person. Mm-hmm. So that's a personality thing. That's not a character thing. Like your personality is more quiet, mm-hmm. but then yet you still have a, you still have certain beliefs that are there, but you might not speak up about something like that because you're more quiet or somebody who is more voice, boisterous like myself might speak out by the same thing from our personality, but they could be still driven by our character. So you might say, yeah, I do agree with that. Behind scene, like you might pull me aside and say, hey, you know what? That was really well said. But you wouldn't have said it in the larger crowd because of personality difference. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to just separate like, the two. Like in other words, I, I'm a very opinionated person. Yeah. And so there are times where uh, in my past, in particular as a younger person, I allowed my... Uh, my opinionated nature to control my actions in speaking, hmm. speaking into a conversation, even maybe a conversation I was overhearing, <laughs> like, especially if it's in a family situation mm-hmm. or at church or whatever, I might would go in and voice and, and want to want to interject and argue. And so what I was doing in those moments was defending, but I was also interjecting conflict out of my personality. So if I did that on a consistent basis over my whole life, then people would look at me, could look at me and say, part of his character is that he's argumentative and he's, and he's, and he's has conflict, a lot of conflict with people. Yes. And so out of my personality, like I wanted to, I felt like I had something to say. I felt like I, I had an answer because I had been very thoughtful about the, whatever the topic was. And let me interject because I think, I feel like you're both thinking about this wrongly. That would be my personality. 
Um, I was at the the lake this weekend on a holiday with with my family, twenty people, eight dogs, like, and there was a lot of conversations going on around me, right? And so there was one in particular, in particular where I just I, I felt like I really wanted to say something in in what was being said, and I just chose to just sit there and smile, right? And just let the conversation happen because there weren't it wasn't a conversation to me. I wasn't really that close to the people having the conversation. There was no need for me to get up from my seat, to walk in <laughs> and to interject and try to correct them where they were obviously wrong, right? And so it's just, and so I, yeah. I guess people would look at, at me now and say, I'm, I'm not a person of conflict. Whereas in the past, I might would have been. So in other words, I think my personality, me being able to manage my, my, my personality and the the drives of my personality have become over time. It's almost like Paul talks about the renewing of our mind in Scripture, and how our brain has neuroplasticity. It's, it's actually something that happens that we begin to think differently about things, and so that's the shaping of our character. But we have to be intentional about it. It's not going to happen automatically. And so I think you know you talked about the iceberg. What you see is just the tip, but but what happens underneath affects what you see. Like if some of that fell off. Then you're gonna see more, like it, you know, underneath, because it's gonna rise up, because it's gonna, be, and so there's what happens underneath is is essential. Yes, our personality is predominant in what people see, but fine tuning that and how we respond in our personality is gonna speak to our character. You know, I I've had been doing some work recently for some people, and it's like the idea is that you, I understand my methodologies may not make sense to you. My methodologies is how I'm doing this. Mm-hmm you can question that. Just don't, don't question my character. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, am I, am I trying to do something nefarious or something to, that I'm sticking, I'm trying to take some money here and shuffle it over here or whatever. Mm-hmm. Don't just don't question that. Mm-hmm. Like you can question that. Like you don't understand why I did something the way I did it. And so for me, it's a, it's a, there's a difference in, am I operating with integrity? Don't question my, like, cause integrity to me and character are huge. Like my, um, what I want to build in my character is something that when I'm, when I breathe my last, that people can look at my life and define someone that's pleasing to God, you know, somebody who reflects the fruits of the spirit. And I haven't always done that. And so it's been a work in progress for me over my life as a believer to refine shape my personality so that I'm writing the story of my character that I want to be written. That's exactly what I've been trying to get to and wrestle with. Mm -hmm. Um, we live in a phenomenon. We live in a culture that that experienced the phenomenon of all the. Uh, we talked about this many times. The Myers Briggs, the, the personality tests, all the assessments. Mm. Things are going on more. The more, disc model. more more companies are do, doing the assessments. Yep. More stuff on the applications of how you do that already has back end AI stuff to assess you before you get through. Right. Like it, we're, we're 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 obsessed with assessments, mm. right? Mm. And um. It lingers on the personality and finding your right fit and all that type of stuff. And so then I start to wonder, like, is personality something you can change? Like, I was wondering, like, is that just is that just who you are? Like, are is that an intangible of who Brandon is? Is that that is just my personality? And so I just I have to just make sure that I don't like do something immoral. Mm-hmm. But like, it just would be what it is. Like, like I'm I'm generally called a loud person. Right. Mm-hmm. And so um, and I am loud. I know I'm loud. I'm not saying I'm not. And that's just part of my personality right um and, and as far as to my knowledge i haven't really hurt anybody i mean it might tick somebody off or might be a little annoying but 
But then we get there. I don't really want to be offensive. Okay, so now that's a now that's a philosophical and a character issue of who I am as a person that I don't want to offend. And so now I start thinking, okay, well, if that's the case, then if my personality is doing something that goes against my inner character, my inner thought, can I can I fix it? Hmm. You know, is it fixable because it is who I am and who who's driving the the vessel like is it personality or character and i'm believing as you just said that it, it really is your character your your core belief because i believe that's what it means that you know that you daily deny yourself and so like what are you denying like something in you is causing you to deny something else hmm. and i think that that inner man that inner character that inner thing that we want to be growing more like christ and we want to be becoming more other shaped will will say where my natural personality oversteps, I need to rein it in or mortify or cut that. Mm. And I feel like that's what has been fascinating to me. And that's what I've realized is so very difficult to do. Like I realized that that makes it very hard to do because I was in my garage thinking of thinking about cleaning it up. It was mm. very hot. So I went in there and moved stuff around and I left. <laughs> but it, it was like it was so hot in the garage. Yeah. Like it was like 93 outside. Yeah. And I was in there like I was just it was just a it was just a sauna. Mm. And I was like, I can't do this. And so, but when I was in there probably like puts around for like 30 minutes, I was thinking about this. And I was just like, man, we hear you gotta kill that old man. You gotta put that down. And do you like that that guy is strong. Mm-hmm. Like he has been lifting weights, he is on steroids, he has mastered multiple. Like he is a tough fight, and I just, I just, I, I was just thinking like it's not an easy task. Like we we say it, and I think we hear especially from us in the church we say it, but like when you really start to get in a ring with yourself, dude, you got like it's difficult. You know, like it's he knows all your moves. He knows all the jabs, and it's like getting him subdued and taking him to the chopping block is difficult because, like, it's just, it's, it's, it's so taxing. But it's just like you have to realize that the fight I'm fighting is that something about me has crossed the line to where I feel as a character issue I don't want to be at. And I feel like that's where you, where we have to get the conversation to, that you have to define that, okay. Someone has said that me doing that overstepped a fundamental truth that I don't want to overstep. Mm. So, like, now me being loud now makes me seem like I'm rude or I'm or I'm abrasive or I have been offensive. And so now those are things that I like just following my tone. OK, but like now I have to deal with that now. And so, yeah, it's going to be difficult because I want to please myself. Like I want to I want to continue to express myself however I want to not considering someone else. And I just want to chop it up and say it's just my personality. And so, no, like it's not just my personality. It now has become a character issue. So now it's going to be like, what kind of man do you want to be? Do you want to be known as a loud, abrasive person, or do you want to be somebody who can be amenable to other people's responses? Yeah, I think it's it's for people like us who are constantly thinking philosophically about things and coming to conclusions and studying the human condition, studying human thought, studying human personalities. Because that's our that's our that's our work for the Lord, right? It's mm-hmm. it's understanding how people think, how people's emotions respond, and then helping them to shape that based on what the Scripture says 
we should be and the help that it gives us and instruction, the correction, the, all the other stuff, all the shaping that the scripture is supposed to do for us. And so thankfully for you and I, we have a podcast and we get to preach. So we have an outlet for, for some of that. It doesn't always have to be in the, the fire pit conversation <laughs> or, right. or, or wherever, right. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we can reserve some of that yeah. um, where we do have an outlet for it. Not everybody has that ability to be able to stand up and preach. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a great gift to be able to do that, to be able to stand up and say, you know, here's how this text has challenged me and, and shaped me. And, and here's what I think we should do with that. I mean, that's, that's, that's a beautiful thing to be able to do. And so our personalities, how God has built us also is good in that sense. And that, that part of our character building is that we're called to teach the church. And so we are able to do that out of our personalities. In other words, mm-hmm. if, if we weren't deep thinkers, it'd be harder for us to do that. Well, yeah. You know, if we weren't people who yeah. were contemplative yeah. and came yeah. to conclusions, right? Like if you're just, if, if your mm-hmm. just personality was, man, it's hot out here, I'm going back in and you weren't, and you were just thinking about the stuff you had to do, but you were thinking about, other things you were thinking about deeper things because it's just your personality. Right. So I think God has uniquely called us out of our personality into the things that we're going to be good at for him. But it's also a sense of the, those, those good things in us can also become negative if they're magnified in the wrong way. Um, in, in other words, the things that are really good about people who are natural born leaders, if, if it's left unfettered, can be they're just a controlling, manipulative, forceful person that wants to wants to p- push everybody around in their lives. You know, a D personality type on the disc is somebody that really has dogmatic ideas about how things should be done. They want to drive the ship. They want to be the ones driving everything. Mm-hmm. Um, that can be good. That can that can be positive. Mm-hmm. But you have to temper that mm-hmm. because you can't always have the say. You know, premarital counseling with with um, my cousin's daughter and her husband to be and they've been married for a while now they have a kid they're great they have a great marriage but they were both d's when i did their personality <laughs> test and she was like the highest d that we'd ever had and so that i'd ever tested and so I, I was blown away by that but it's like they've they they temper it in each other to make it work like it's, it's really cool to see how they how they navigate the life together even though they both have these strong personality types and so I, in other words, I think it's that tempering, it's that shaping, it's that willingness. Okay, I'm, I'm holding back a little mm-hmm. bit of what my flesh says I should be, I mm-hmm. should go, I should do. Um, or sometimes it's the it's the passive personality that your flesh says, just just be quiet, just stay in the background, just whatever. No, sometimes you, you need to go against that, and mm-hmm. your your flesh will, will build a character of just passivity if mm-hmm. you allow it to. And that's not good either. And so you have to be drawn out of that. It's this sense of I need to be more aggressive. I need to be a little more assertive uh, with with what I feel should be done. And so you want to build a character that's a person of peace, but it also has a positive influence and makes a positive difference. And so we're always, I think, always throughout our whole life trying to navigate our the responses to the flesh within us from out of our personality we're always fighting that battle to try to shape our character to be what we wanted to be. You took the disc, didn't you? Disc? You took disc, right? I did, yes. You're a D, aren't you? No. What are you? I'm a C. You are? Yes. So do you, I'm, not a, I'm not a D either. Did you know that? Would you have guessed that? I would have thought maybe you would have been a, an I. That's exactly what I am. Yes. I'm not, a, I'm not the D. Right. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's just, I thought that was fascinating. I thought that was fascinating. It Cause is. Because bo- both you and I... <laughs> 
have been called controlling and domineering sometimes. Yes. And so I think it's hilarious that neither one of us are. Because really, I, I, we've been around guys who are these. Mm-hmm. And they're off the chart all the time. Right. Like, they're just, they're wide open. Wow. Um, like, it's my way or the highway mm-hmm. all the time. And so I understand that sometimes you have to be, like, like you have to be what, I think that's, what I'm trying to segue is sometimes you have to be outside of what your personality is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's called for. And I think that's good leadership as well. Right. And so I feel like that's why I feel that character does drive. Character should drive your personality. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of times that I don't want to, in my personality, do something that is necessary for leading well. Right. Like I, I want to be more passive or I want to be more in the back. I don't want to have that hard conversation because I'm not just – that's not my personality. Mm-hmm. There are some guys who are just hard drivers. Like they, they just – they have no problem sitting you down and just reaming you up and down. Like my father was just like that. My dad had no problem taking you to task. Mm-hmm. And I remember I used to look at him and be just just cussing my pearls. Like, right. how could you speak to someone like that? Right. And he just was just like militant with it. And that mm-hmm. just wasn't me at all. Mm-hmm. And so I do feel that in our day and age, personality and character seem to go they back and forth and even when we're talking like yeah god can use our personalities and our giftedness but i really think at the end of the day i know i hit the mic and that drives you crazy um uh but i think that i'm learning to shape my character so i don't i don't address those things i just let them go it's fine is that what it is if you want to bump the mic it's fine if you want to bump the mic if you want to put your feet on the table and shake the mic through the whole podcast i mean that's fine i'm okay with it I'm so thankful for you and your grace. Um, I just think that it goes back and forth, and it is it is a dance. Um, that it is a dance that your that your personality and your character do. I feel like for me sometimes it's very hard to separate them, like to pull them apart. I feel like they are intertwined. I would have to say that just from this conversation, this is what I'm thinking about. Your personality, God does use that. But I feel like what defines the 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 good is down in your character. So I think that that's where it just wants to to settle in at that. Pat, like yes, g- my personality allows me to express myself, to think when I'm preaching and stuff like that. But like what when God really is working on me, it's really working in the core of like how I think about everything. And so like my core of like life and family. And what's important, my core is found in Christ or found in my relationship with him. And then from that, everything else is fed. And then that will trickle out to my personality. So for me, I do feel that if if personality is the tree and if the if your character is the roots, I think that might be more of a proper analogy. But I, I think it's very hard to separate the two. Like I think that I think they just are together and i feel like that's why we have such a hard time saying well is that your personality or that's your character because i feel like they just they just bleed back and forth uh yeah i mean i feel like that um personality and character are definitely interconnected uh i think sometimes they're at war with each other and that's exactly what I'm, I'm, I'm finding out i'm saying yes um, yes i think that's so good I, mm. as you were saying i think i think the apostle paul in romans 7 hmm. describes this idea um, this <laughs> war with raging within him, yeah. and it's the sin that wants to dominate, and mm. he sees himself doing the very things that he hates. I never saw it that way before. And so what he's basically saying is, 
Um, my character <laughs> I hates what my flesh wants to do. What my personality, my 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 flesh wants. Yeah, yeah. I, my character is at war with that. Yes. Um, and sometimes I I lose that battle. <laughs> right. And so, like, I think if you looked at the the whole of Paul's <laughs> life, you would say, man, he he really loved God. Amen. And he was he lived that out the best that he could. And once he figured out that Jesus was who Jesus was, he that was that was his all-consuming life. Strong pivot. <laughs> and even in the midst of that, everything we would say about his character is right. fantastic. Oh, 100%. But yet he's seeing himself do the very things that he hates. Yes. And so hmm. he's at war with himself. It, it, even in the midst of him being this, writing this great story of a great character. And I think that's really what I'm trying to say. What I see it is we're always going to fail. We're always going to see ourselves do the things we hate. Things that our inner character really abhors. But in the grand scheme of all of life, what story have you written? Like, have you won the battles enough? <laughs> have you have you won enough skirmishes to where in the end the enemy is going to um, surrender? And I think that's ultimately where we want to be. Thanks again for checking out this week's episode of At the Table with Paul and Brandon. Be sure that you like and subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode. We'll see you then. <laughs>